and welcome to the Little Steps Big Futures, the podcast. I am Aoife Murphy. And I am Jenny McCarty. We are here to discuss all things early years, including tips for parents, guardians and early years educators, controversial topics and some special guests along the way. Let's get started. Welcome to this very short episode. We just wanted to do a quick recap over the last few months. Thank everyone for supporting us and wish everyone a lovely Christmas. Aoife, how are you today? I'm good. I am actually coming to you from Ireland. I made it back for Christmas, which is uh, amazing. So hopefully my audio sounds a bit, sounds okay, because uh, I know my setup is still hanging out in DC without me, but I'm glad that. You know, I'm glad and I'm grateful that we were able to come home for Christmas. So everything is good on my side. Once I've touched Irish soil, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been funny kind of the last few weeks when you have been home. I forget, you know, a message at nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what is she doing up at this hour? Because I just forget that we're now on the same time zone. So it's a strange one for me. So what's it like being back and, you know, seeing people again? I know with covid and the dreaded word again it's makes things a bit more awkward but how have you find, found coming home yeah I suppose like the restrictions are different in DC you know you can wear a mask and you can pretty much go about your daily life but if, when we came over here you all have just kind of come out of your second lockdown since the beginning of December people are still kind of nervous to go out and about and you know, even coming here and with my parents, we, we did isolate now in a different house for until we got our tests and until we were allowed back in. Um, so it's, you know, I feel a bit, I feel less safe in Ireland, if I'm quite honest, because there's so many different places to go. And there's so many different people that want to see you when you're home. And it's just kind of a bit nerve wracking because I guess myself and Shane were in our own bubble in DC. All we did was maybe you know, go to the gym, come home, go for walks. There was nothing really for us to do. So definitely have to just take all the precautions here. But, you know, it's great to be home and it's great to see my family and have everyone being safe and healthy. That's kind of the main thing. And everyone is. And I know now Christmas will be a little bit more peaceful with all of us home in the house again. Yeah, definitely. And I know for yourself, you have a brother who didn't make it home this Christmas. But you also have a new little goddaughter slash niece. So I suppose it's kind of a bittersweet Christmas for you and your family this year. But yeah, I'm more than happy to see you home. And it's, it's I suppose you kind of appreciate family time a bit more. Um, but there definitely is a bit of added pressure trying to, you know, not mix with too many people, but trying to see, you know, your friends and your family as well. So I think maybe we just need to find the balance there between the two this Christmas um, and maybe just have a few more nights at home and movie days instead. Yeah, exactly. And I've had both uh, brothers before not be home for Christmas, uh, be it they went on their honeymoon or they went to their uh, other half's family. But not having one of my brothers home this Christmas and knowing that he just physically can't make it home nearly makes it worse because it wasn't his own decision. And now we have um, we have a little goddaughter. Well, I have a little goddaughter and, you know, she's she's the kind of like the shining light of this Christmas and he's going to be missing out on all of those special moments. And that's going to be hard for both of us, for everyone, you know, 
to see him. He's in Spain, so he's in a, like a, a different culture. Christmas is different over there. And then he'll be seeing all the pictures and the memories that we're making here too. So, you know, it is bittersweet, like you said. Definitely. And I think um, we kind of started a Christmas tradition for the last maybe two years where we would meet on Christmas Eve and we won't uh, say what time we'd make at home or <laughs> we do presents at, at Aoife's house. So, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's not going to be the same this year, but I think we need to just take maybe the family time from it, as I said, and just kind of make the most of it. But um, yeah, it'll definitely be, definitely be a strange one. So um, are you kind of looking forward to being here and just relaxing and taking your mind off of um, a bit of a busy lifestyle over the last few months or what way are you feeling? Yeah, so I suppose we live in Killarney, so it's, you know, an amazing town. It's beautiful. We have the mountains, we have the, the national park here too. So we're definitely going to take full advantage of hiking and walks and just being able to be outside and be with nature. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to most. And then, like you said, having my niece, she's going to be here for Christmas. So we're going to get dressed up in PJs and watch movies and just play with her and you know, that's that's really my, my agenda for the next uh, few weeks while I'm home. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll all still thoroughly enjoy this Christmas. But let's have a small bit of a look back on the last few months with the podcast. Um, I suppose it's been a busy few months for the two of us. And from something that just came from an idea one day in WhatsApp messages to you know, something that came to life, I didn't expect it. Would you be the same as me in that way? Yeah, so absolutely. I remember getting a text from you one morning when I woke up in DC saying, you know, I had this idea. There's not much information out there for parents and educators about childcare and the early years. Would you be willing to maybe pool our resources and put our heads together and just start a page? And I was more than happy to do that. I thought that was a brilliant idea. And then, of course, that kind of spiraled into what if we brought the page to life and what if we brought it like in an audible form where people can listen to advice on the way to work or at home with their kids. And yeah, like you said, you didn't expect it to kind of gain this much traction and, you know, we're nearing 2000 downloads at the moment, um, which is insane to have the thought in your mind that like, you know, at least 1500 people listen to you nearly every week, <laughs> listen to the two of us just rambling away about our experiences. So and then, of course, we got featured in the local media very recently. And they're here now in my house. My parents have them cut out of the papers and have them like in a little book that, <laughs> you know, they're so proud. So, yeah. And this wouldn't be possible without, without all of our listeners, because those are the people who have downloaded our episodes and who have passed on the links to their friends and their family and just word them out. It really, really helped us, I think. Yeah, it definitely did. And I suppose when you're passionate about childcare and the childcare sector, I mean, we, before all this started, you had conversations where you could sit there for hours chatting about, you know, different parts of childcare or find an issue um, that I needed advice on. I used to go to you and vice versa, you know, and we kind of bounce ideas off each other. So, I mean, it's great to sit with somebody and just chat about, you know, around the area or even people working with children. Um, and it's very rare that you get the time to actually do that with other professionals. Um, and I suppose what I have gained a lot from and what I have maybe started to bring into my work is, you know, 
speaking to other professionals, you know, we've Adele Lawler on I'm talking about play therapy and um, you know, it's just gives you another bit of an insight into the kind of bigger community of the childcare sector, which is just, you know, great to have those contacts and that knowledge. Um, so that's kind of one thing that I've kind of gained from that. I don't know, would you be the same in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. I had a very, I, very recently I had somebody um, message me, somebody that I knew, a parent message me and say that the episode with Neve Orbinski, the nutritionist, she thought that was an amazing episode because I suppose as, you know, as a generation, we have kind of learned uh, from our parents and from their parents passed down the whole, you know, you have to sit there now and you have to eat all your dinner and you can't get up from the dinner table until your dinner is gone. Whereas Neve kind of turned that on its head and said, well, you, you allow them to kind of choose and by doing that, they get sick of choosing the sweets and the the um, the play foods, as she called them. And eventually they'll turn to the healthier foods and the vegetables and the good stuff as well. So, you know, it's interesting to have that insight and that knowledge. And, you know, we've had so many amazing guests from the whole, you know, all different walks of life on the podcast. And, you know, we're just privileged to be able to call them acquaintances now and contacts that we can kind of message and ask them for advice in the future. Yeah, 100%. I even, I'm thinking back to Jessica Chute when she was on and I had no idea that, you know, there was these ASD preschools. I, was it just ignorance for me? I'm not too sure that I didn't even maybe give a thought to those schools. I just didn't know they were there. So it's great to even have that. And I mean, listening to her and listening to us talking and other childcare professionals, you know, there's a huge crossover between the two. I know there, you know, can be miles apart in some ways and you're dealing with, you know, children who maybe have learning difficulties. But just to hear her and talk about her kind of daily routine, a lot of it crossed over. So I just thought that was very interesting as well. Absolutely. And I'd be in the same boat with you that I didn't even realise that these specific preschools exist for, you know, people of all abilities. And a lot of parents probably don't have that knowledge either. And this is something that this is why we brought the page to life, brought the podcast to life to bring those resources, you know, out and to make sure that people know that if their child has a diagnosis or if their child needs extra help, that they don't have to suffer in a, you know, I'm using air quotes here, a, a mainstream preschool, that there is a preschool or a school setting that they can, thriving and that they'll get the the care and the help that they'll need so that's you know that's valuable information and Jessica was amazing when she talked about her daily routine and her and what they do with them especially in the school and it like you said it's it's not like this is mainstream preschool and that's a preschool for children with you know special special abilities they're the same thing it's just the teachers there's a little bit less um noise there's a little bit less sensory elements going on in that preschool just to help those children thrive you know so that's that's amazing information to have yeah definitely and you know it's great to get an insight from everyone within the sector I mean we had Caroline Roach on who spoke about setting up you know her own business and going from being in the hospitality sector to the childcare sector you know and and to have Matthew Moran on to speak about being 
a male practitioner and you know going through Mary I being one of the only males in his class you know and maybe getting a not so great comment within um, a childcare setting while he was on placement you know these are just all things you wouldn't even think of and you know it makes you be that bit more sensitive maybe towards towards the matter as well and it's just um I, I just thoroughly enjoy talking to people from all walks of life and all parts of the childcare sector. Yeah, we had like Jessica Sinclair, she was the music uh, therapist. We had Megan Buckley Healing on to talk about her little sister and all of the, what they go through in their daily lives. We had uh, Sinead and Colin Murphy, they were the COVID parents. You know, we've had people just from every corner of, of the, <laughs> the childcare in the early years industry. Um, just amazing people and I've definitely learned so much over this last I think it was only September we started it but I feel like it's been around for 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 years at this stage um and then of course we had um Dr. Sive who came at the critical point where she was able to tell us a little bit about COVID and about you know the signs and symptoms and how to kind of differentiate the different uh, typical like flu symptoms and she just gave us valuable knowledge as well about you know going forward and getting the flu vaccine I hope everyone has gotten the flu vaccine since listening to Dr. Saif but yeah like you know amazing people just to talk to and 2021 is going to bring so many more different people to us as well as so I'm really looking forward to the new season of Little Steps. Yeah exactly they were all great people to listen to I think we all brought something from each individual guest and they all brought their own unique knowledge and experience you know it's just it's great to listen to people's stories and you know to know that somebody could even have gone like the likes of Caroline who went from the hospitality sector into childcare. you know you don't hear that often um, and I suppose as well we had um, Eileen on um, who was the the principal in the school and you know, just to hear her thoughts on how they're implementing um, the Ashter curriculum into their school and how they hold it so highly within the school as well was just unbelievable. Um, and also Katie O'Connor was on to speak about her music video and just to see, you know, at a small town like Canarney, how they're keeping the Christmas spirit up. And it's just fabulous to see that within the schools. And I'm sure all her parents and kids are just so happy and lucky to have her um, as a preschool teacher. And we also had um, Kaylee Sheeran on as well. I mean, she is just a bowl of knowledge. Like she just, you could listen to her all day. Um, I learned so much from her, you know, and as well, like just to have all these people within the childcare sector. I mean, I know we are fighting, you know, in the likes of wages and, you know, our status but to know that we have this backing and this force around us and this support, it's just, you know, it gives you some bit of hope that the sector will start to grow um, and develop. I mean, like if you were just to look at the small group of guests that we had over the last few months, like they were just amazing people and to have them in the sector with us is just absolutely fabulous. Yeah, and amazing people hidden away and tucked away and, you know, these resources really should be put on, you know, on the on the front line or on the front line, I suppose, when you're kind of when you're a parent and when you're an educator in a preschool setting or a crash setting, you should be able to, 
you should have access to all of these people, like the therapies, the psychologists, they should all be listed. We should have this knowledge and yet we don't. And this is something that I think going forward, the childcare industry and needs to kind of work on and making sure that every aspect of a child's life can be linked and that we have the knowledge to be able to say, well, you know, you can be referred to X, Y, and Z, just go to your, you know, your um, public health nurse or your doctor and they'll refer you. And then for us even to have the knowledge as well of, you know, knowing what each of those people does every day to be able to kind of settle the parents' eases and say, look, this is the child psychologist and that's a scary word. This is what they do. You know, it's nothing to be afraid of. So even just that we learned so much from that experience, I think that will really stand to us in the future as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it just gives you great hope, as I said, for the sector. And we'll definitely be delving into some more topics. Um, I can see you, you're laughing even there, Aoife. I think there's a few topics that maybe we're even afraid to, to start talking about because we might not stop. <laughs> uh, but definitely in 2021 we, we'll get there with those topics and look hopefully we won't be speaking about the topic of COVID anymore and we can move on from that and start to focus on you know um won't bring up the dreaded word the wages but uh it's, it has to be done at some stage absolutely yeah you know we have a bag of tricks up our sleeve now for 2021 so we won't give anything away at the moment. We'll keep all those secrets to ourselves. And uh, we hope that all of our listeners from season one will come back and listen to us again in season two, because we've now found our feet. And like Jenny said, I think we'll be, you know, bringing a little bit more controversy to the to the podcast as well uh, next year. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'm just thinking about a few of our guests there um that we already said we'd have to get them back on because I know they were going and doing further studies so their titles will just broaden again so I'm sure we'll be seeing some of those guests reappear maybe in 2021 as well with their new titles and their new knowledge definitely yeah like we said each guest that we already had on we could we could have spent two three hours talking to them on the day but yeah, definitely have to get a few of them on and see, you know, where their life took them in the last few few months and see where we are as well <laughs> with everything. But uh, I just wanted to say anyway, I'm, you know, it, for, for myself that I think this podcast really helped uh, ease some of the anxiety that, you know, was around the lockdown and was around the dreaded C word. You know, if it wasn't for this podcast and if it wasn't for having something to do, editing or even just chatting to Jenny about you know coming up with topics and who we're going to have on like that really passed I think at least four months for a good four months of our time and uh you know I just wanted to thank Jenny as well for you know being an amazing co-host for the last four months and uh keeping my mind uh keeping me grounded when I have wild ideas and want to go off on all different tangents as well Yeah, no, well, look, I think it's a it's completely a joint effort. I mean, I'd say if I didn't you have you on board, there'd be nothing done or nothing posted. So I think you're definitely on the organization side of things and I'm more kind of one saying, Okay, look, Aoife, let's bring it down a notch and just see if we'll we'll try that next week, maybe. So but no, look, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um it's just as I said before, um t- talking about the childcare sector um it's it's just you know when you're passionate about it it's just amazing to sit and talk I mean you could for hours so 
I'm just so grateful that this podcast has given me the opportunity to do that. And um, as well, you know, without Aoife, as I said, nothing would have been done. So um, Aoife is definitely a good backbone to have in this podcast um, for Little Steps Big Futures. And I'm just so excited to see what 2021 brings. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, 2021 is a, a brand new year, fresh start for everybody. And we're kind of uh, seasoned professionals now. And, you know, we had to find our feet a little bit at the beginning, but now we're a little bit more confident and a little bit more outspoken, which is what we do want to bring. We want to spice it up a little bit next year and, you know, maybe have a few arguments <laughs> on the podcast, you know, friendly arguments. But we want to be able to shed light on, on the dark sides of uh, the early years as well, not all. Not everything is rosy, as you know, we've alluded to many times, but yeah, no, I am really excited. And like I just I already said, you know, we wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for all our lovely listeners out there downloading and sharing our episodes with each other and from passing on. You know, I even have um, a friend of my sister-in-law. She was even passing on our podcast to career guidance teachers in secondary schools because she thought that that would be an interesting uh, way to kind of get six years thinking about what they want to do in the future. And because we've had so many different guests on, you know, <laughs> that was just a, that was just wild to me that we were being used now as a resource in some schools. But, you know, thank you so much because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all you guys. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's absolutely amazing. And um I suppose if I had this kind of a resource when I was in sixth year, I mean, I always knew I wanted to work with children. So if I had something like this, it might have, you know, guided me a bit more of what's out there in childcare, you know? So it's just, as you said, like it is, it's great to hear that people are using this as a, as a resource now. But um, yeah, look, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone for listening over the year. Can't wait for 2021 in Lip Steps Big Futures. Yeah, and I'd just like to wish all of our listeners a very happy Christmas. And I know this year has been so tough on children and the adults. And so I just hope everyone has such an amazing Christmas, makes so many good memories and just have a chilled one and relax and spend a lot of quality family time together. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, like I, you know, or second what Jenny just said you know spend time with your family we've had such a busy year a crazy year a lot of people have had to go online a lot of people have had to homeschool take this time to put your laptop away put your phone away get out the traditional board games and cards and just you know sit down at the table and have a few drinks and have you know play games with your family and just enjoy it because a lot of people have lost people this year due to COVID illness Ill, or COVID related illnesses and uh, you know obviously all of the other illnesses didn't go away so there's a lot of families who are struggling this Christmas so we are thinking of you too and we just hope that you can find some bit of joy this Christmas as well. Yeah like it's Christmas is such an amazing time but it can also be such a lonesome time and you know as somebody who has lost my mom Christmas is always you know bittersweet in our house as well and I think you do always feel you know that empty chair at the Christmas table and you know it it doesn't get any easier like I'd love to say it does but it doesn't um but it's just important you know not to lose sight of what's important 
Um, you know, the nights out and everything are great, but just remember, you know, to have that quality time too. And, you know, maybe have that extra night in with the family and, you know, really appreciate them because you just don't know what's around the corner. So just don't lose sight of that as well. Absolutely. So we might leave you all on this note and hope you all have a very safe, healthy, happy Christmas. And we will definitely see you in the new year. Thanks a million for all your support throughout 2020 and see you in 2021. See you next year.